Hi. In this episode, we got to talk to Brendan, who lives in South Africa. South Africa is a country in the south part of Africa. No, really, it is. Just listen. Hello. Hello. Hi, it's nice to meet you. I'm so sorry we were late. It's understandable. We've all been there. It's like when you need it the most, it fails, right? Every time, every single every, time. Every time. Yeah, Murphy's Law. Have you, have you heard of it? I'm pretty sure my life is the definition of Murphy's Law. <laughs> Why? Why do you say that? Things tend to go wrong in the worst ways possible, you know? True, true. What happened? Okay. Um, it's just in general, like I, I, I'll try to get a bus to it to the next town over, and the bus will be six hours late, so I miss whatever appointments I made. No, it, it's stuff like that. I'll, I'll, I'll try and put an update onto my computer, and then, then, then until I think fucking breaks. I'm sorry. I should ask, how do you feel about cursing on your show? Uh, <laughs> I'll try and keep it as as little cursing as, as I can. So. <laughs> That's okay because I've read that uh, people who curse are actually really creative. Yeah, I see. It's it, it's people tell me that uh, I, I curse because I don't uh, because I have a limited um. Uh, the, wow, this is very ironic. I can't remember the word for that. Um, a limited amount of words that I know. Like I don't know enough words. Well, I'm, first of all, I'm bilingual. And second of all, it's not that I don't know a lot of words. It's just that I really like the word fuck. It can fit anywhere. I, like, I don't just curse for cursing sake. I, I use them appropriately in an appropriate situation. Like, you know, I have, I, I have variety. But on the contrary to what you've read, I've read like uh, people who curse, like she said, are more creative and intelligent. In my experience, yeah, it is like that. Because I don't think yeah. it's 100% like that. I think it's people who say they don't curse. Like, I, I know there are some people who just don't curse out of principle. Like, I'm, I'm making a blanket statement here. But <laughs> a lot of people who don't curse only are only not cursing so they can have that God. Like, oh, I don't curse. I'm, I'm, too, I'm better than you because I don't. Like, fuck off. <laughs> I have every right to use, to use the English language as I see fit. That's true. I agree with that. So do you think you are creative? Is it true? I, Does it, I mean, uh, yeah, I, I'm a little bit creative. I mean, I do some writing. I I can't draw. So you said you're like, bilingual, right? Which other language do you speak other than English? Afrikaans. It's the other big one down here. Afrikaans. So Afrikaans, as I think as far as we've heard, is like Creole of Dutch or something like that, right? Yeah, it's, it's, it's essentially a bastardized version of Dutch and German. And that's coming from but, someone who is very proud to speak the language. Yeah. Are you from Dutch or German? I mean, where are you from? I mean, my family has been in South Africa since pretty much the country began. Um, So saying saying that I'm Dutch or something like that is a bit of a overstatement since we've basically been here for as long as. But we are mainly German. What do you mean the country started? Can you like tell me when did it start? Like Like, like, okay, our country essentially be uh, as it is today essentially started because um Arabia cut Europe off from the spice trade with India, so they had to find a way around, and that way around was around Africa. And they set up the Cape for Good Hope, which is now Cape Town, as a rest stop for the spice traders who were moving from Europe to India. And that's essentially where our country began. We were one, one of the first people to come settle here and try and make a living. So how many generations ago was that when your family came to South Africa? It, it's hard. We don't really have records. But I mean, so what, I think South Africa was founded in the 1600s. 
What did your grandfather do uh, or your ancestor? We don't really know. Like, it, it, we don't have very accurate um, family trees. Um, I know someone up in my family tree, Chris Barnard, he did the first heart, a successful heart transplant. Wow. Oh. In the world or in South Africa? No, in the world. He, 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 did, he, didn't do the, he did the first successful one. Like, he wasn't the first person to attempt a heart transplant. That's pretty cool, actually. Yeah, it's, a, it's a nice piece of Yeah, but people history. remember the success, right? They don't remember people who attempt. So that's really impressive, actually. Uh, and it's nice. Um, like a lot of people write South Africa off as like, you know, it's just another country in Africa. But we've, we've done some, um, I think the person who created the CT scan is from South Africa. I know Elon Musk Elon from Musk. South Africa. Yeah, definitely. We definitely need to talk about Elon, Elon Musk for sure. He's like one of the most enigmatic people in the world, right? And he's, he happens to be from South Africa. What do you think of yeah, him? I think he represents what's, uh, what, he represents one of the better parts of South Africa. Like um, the country is not in the best state, I'll be honest. Um, Why do you say that? Like, it, 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 it's just, you know, a lot of crime. Racism is still a really big problem, which is upsetting especially since we are branded the rainbow nation like we are so diverse we have 11 official languages recently it was nelson mandela's birth anniversary right were there, were there huge celebrations for it? um usually there are but i mean with the whole pandemic they couldn't really we couldn't really do anything so oh okay yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> it didn't strike me for I mean, in, in general yeah it's usually a, it's usually been. a big day Oh, in general, there are like parades for it and, and things like that. When I say parades, I mean we're not really a parading people, but like people, people celebrate. There are there are some festivals. There are some yeah, you know, people do some fun things. Like a lot of people come together to hold like personal get-togethers. It's not, it's nothing like Martin Luther King um, Day in America, with like everybody parading through the street and stuff like that. It's it's a bit more muted, but now we we pay our respects. How okay. how do you do that? What do you, uh, how do you celebrate it? I mean, but, and since, since I'm in university now, I'm pretty much alone, but usually we would just hold a braai. It's essentially an, a bar, an American barbecue, but better. Um, <laughs> you know, throw some meat on a, throw some meat on a fire, you know, just eat to give it. It's, essentially, we use it as an excuse to get a bunch of people together and hold a small party. So and, you said you're in university, uh, so what do you do? What do you um, study? I'm studying IT, like information technology. Uh, computers all that good stuff yeah it's all good <laughs> so what do you like what do you specifically what are you interested in i really wa- want to go into artificial intelligence and maybe virtual reality like i haven't decided between the two is it why what is it about those one i've always been interested in video games like since i was very young and that's the next step in video games to get virtual reality proper and accessible to a lot of people and um, I think virtual reality, if it's if it gets to a point, it can change the world because um, a lot of people in the world live in poverty. They live like they can't afford like a vacation or anything like that. Like they they have their home and they have to work. There. But if you can get virtual reality to be good and relatively inexpensive, you can see the world without living leaving your your living room you know and especially with the advent of 5g technology it would really uh, expand the capabilities of uh, virtual reality right yeah and with um elon musk with the um uh, starlink satellites with which are providing satellite internet to a lot of families yeah yeah it, it's it, it's there's and especially it can be like a training tool like a doctor wouldn't have to operate on a real person and make a mistake if virtual reality becomes good enough they can just operate on a virtual patient and it would be exactly like real life and they won't have to risk anyone. True. 
Have you heard of the really Google Loan and Project by any chance? The what? The Google Loan Project. They also plan to give internet from the skies using balloons. Have you heard of it? No, I have not heard of that. Okay. Anyway, yeah, that's a plan from Google. But I think Elon Musk's uh, version is way uh, more uh, practical from using satellites instead of balloons because yeah, no one can shoot down. Like you can easily shoot down a balloon. You're not going to shoot down a satellite. Like actual balloons. Yeah, actual weather balloons. I, I I don't know. I don't know if Google has shelved the project or they're still pursuing it. But... Did an intern come up with this? <laughs> And I was like, I could just imagine someone doing it. Like, okay, what if we give people internet <laughs> with a balloon? <laughs> and it went. Is this I, real? Or are you are you just playing us? <laughs> no, no, no. This Did is Google actually. Really here. do this? No, this is actually. No, this okay. is, I, I, I just googled it. This is an actual thing, yeah, and apparently, I, it's still ongoing. Yeah. So that that intern clearly still works there. So in South Africa, you have three capitals, right? Uh, I think that's a really popular trivia fact that a lot of people uh, keep talking yeah, about. Yeah, we so have that. our, I, th- I, I remember the, the business capital, the parliamental capital, and the financial capital. So um, how exactly does that work for you as a citizen, like when you need to get things done by the government? When you need to get things done by the government, usually you don't. <laughs> okay. The, the legal system in South Africa is, it works slowly. Like I had to wait three months to get my driver's license. Are you sure you're just not failing your tests and blaming it on the government? No, no, no. no. I, no I, I, I didn't fail. I, I, I passed and they just told me, okay, you passed. Okay, so you, Which, you mean to yeah, say the bureaucracy like, needs uh, quite a bit of work? It's just extremely slow. Like Americans think their, D, um, their <laughs> DMV is very, very slow, but it's not. We have an executive, a legislative and a judicial capital. I, I was wrong with the previous. As an average citizen, it doesn't affect you that much. Like, we also know, okay, yeah, we have three capitals. It's Pretoria, Cape Town, and Bloemfontein. We know that's in the back of our mind. Like, I think most of us are used to just hearing about one capital. So this is kind of nice. So where do you live in South Africa? Well, that, it depends. I'm going to university in one of the large university towns, but my home is in a very, very small town in the middle of a desert. So you had oh, online yeah. classes going on. Okay. Classes is stretching it a bit. They've just told us, hey, here's a video about what the work is <laughs> and there's the assignment you need to do. Yeah. Yeah. University involves a lot of self-learning, right? I think that's the case everywhere. <laughs> almost everywhere. Do you like your school? Yeah, I don't, I don't mind it. But this uh, is a bit of a controversial topic, opinion. But this pandemic, I loved it. Like, I mean, it's bad that people got sick and such. But the, this is just the whole thing of... Because I'm an introvert. I don't like being in the crowds. I don't like loud music, stuff like that. It might sound like a buzzkill, but no one is here. It's always quiet. I never have to go into class. I do everything from home. It's, it's, it's awesome. Yeah, I think I agree. So, Brendan, uh, you... cricket and football are like really huge in South Africa, right? I mean, our crowning jewel is rugby. That's, that's the big one. Like, soccer is also, I mean, Bafana, Bafana, we're, we're proud of our team. Like, soccer is... Also a big one. Cricket is a little bit more niche, but I'd say it's like, it's our big... So what are you a fan of? I'm, I'll be honest, I'm not really that much of a sports guy. I, 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 I don't mind them, but I'd rather do something else than watch a sports game. What would you rather? Almost anything else. Like, it's not that I think the sports are stupid. Like, uh, I admire the effort that it takes. I know it's a lot of skill. And I, I can see how some people find it fun to watch. But it's, it's just not for me. But so, I can't tell you, it's, it's, not... it's huge here. Like, and even with me not being a big on sport, like, everybody, especially in the, with rugby, everybody has their team. Like, 
like you have your team and you stick with them. Like uh, the team that I support is um, unfortunately one of the teams that don't perform as good, but you, it's, you have your team and you stick with them. And uh, like, I have my team and I will fight someone. Like I, I have absolutely no stake in the game itself, but if you diss my team, we're going to, you're going to, it's, it's not going to be a good time. Not so that I can win a fight, but uh, yeah, it's. You mean a physical fight? <laughs> Yeah, no, I, can, I won't be able to win a physical fight. I'm not exactly the strongest man in the world. You don't have to be a strongest man in the world to beat someone weaker than you. That's you true. just have to find that, that a weaker is, is fan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just pick on the level, guys. Yeah. The picking order. <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah. the cricket team is called the Proteas, right? I understand Proteas is a really common plant or a bush there. Is that right? No. They're actually, they're actually um, getting, uh, going extinct. They are dying out. Um, they only grow near Cape Town, and they're, they're a really beautiful flower. But, oh, um, flower, sorry. Yeah, they're actually not, that, not as common as people seem to think they are. I mean, it's not like they are like, extremely rare. Like, you can still get flower bouquets with them, but they're not as common as people think. You can't like, just go into anybody's backyard and see a pratia. Oh, they're expensive? Yeah, very, very expensive. It, it's because it's our national flower and it's it's probably oh. named that because it grows mostly in cape town and that's where the, the country started so there were a lot of them there but they were named that just like the springboks were named because the springbok is our national animal okay national land animal okay, okay so what is a national water animal um it's the hull i think ha- have you it's seen okay. any Not of honey. these uh, animals like in person on a safari or something yep. I mean, I, I live in a far, what is essentially a farming town. I've seen many springbok in my time. Like, we, okay. so we you're really them. lucky because our our animal is national animal is a tiger. So they're really uh, rare to. It's really rare to be able to sight them even on uh, national parks. So if not sports, then what do you do? In South Africa, drinking culture is a big thing. Not say that I drink. I don't drink much. But if we get together, you're pretty much guaranteed to have like um, brandy and and I mean brandy and coke is the go-to drink for everyone. Like, you like that combination? It, my preferred drink is rum and coke, but I don't mind um uh, uh, brandy and coke. Like most of most of the time when people ask, "Hey, do you want to drink?" It's implied that they're going that you're getting brandy and coke. Uh, do you eat something with that, or is it just the drink? I mean, again, we we have we have bryflies, which is essentially um you you we burn wood until it's there's not open flames anymore, but it's still very hot. You slap some meat on the some spices and until it's cooked through, and then you eat that. That's like most South African um mo- most South African people would bry at least once a week, usually on Sundays. Oh. Like that's the that's the special thing you do on a Sunday. And what what other special uh, dishes are South Africa famous for? I mean, we have a lot of appropriated things, like um, a lot of things that come from India and from Malaysia and from up, more up in Africa. It's like, like one thing is babuti, which is essentially um, a type of a type of curry, which which we stole from the Malaysians. Like, it's okay, not so. It's based on. Malaysian. Yeah, but food is like a really like, fluid have, thing, right? Where you keep borrowing cuisines and stuff. So something we have that's unique is boltong and, and drovos. It's essentially you take a, a piece of meat, a nice piece of meat, you salt and spice the uh, spice it, marinate it a bit, and then you hang it up to dry. You don't put it in a dehydrator, you just hang it up somewhere cool where um flies won't be able to get to it, and you dry it for like a week and then you eat it, which it's it sounds bad, but it is really good. Um, Drovo is essentially sausage that you dry in the same way. 
No, it, it literally tra- translates to dry sausage. Okay. Like Drovors translates to dry sausage, which and, is, yeah. and we have, um, we have rusks, which began as just people drying bread, but now it's like this, it's a thing. It's, you, we dip it in our coffee. It's, it's like a biscuit, but not. It's, yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah. it's a bit difficult to explain. No, we have rusks too. That's, yeah, so since we're on the topic of like uh, different uh, foods and different cultures, uh, South Africa has a huge Indian community, right? Yeah, we have, uh, we, have, we have a community for just about everywhere, but the Indian community is pretty big. Like, um, they are, everyone has a community for someone, but the Indian community seems very, I, I don't know, this might sound like, um, I, I don't mean this in like any bad way. Like, it, it's just like, like, it seems like the Indian community, pretty much everywhere has a relatively big Indian community. Like... I mean, there are a lot of us, so. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, it's, that, that, that's true. Like, uh, like it, 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 it's like, but it's never, um, like, you, you, you're people, you, you're a people that seems to stick together really well, because I, I never see, like, whenever I go somewhere, I don't see, like, the Indian community being scattered, like, they. Yeah, I think that is true. Like, like just... The people stick together really well. Yeah. I think they should branch out, but for some reason, Indians just stick to, uh, you know, being friends with only Indians. I mean, it can have it. It's positive and it's negative. I think yeah, it's and, really, yeah. it's really good to keep with your roots, you know. But yeah. um, you don't need to you need to branch out and diversify a little bit. And no, that's yeah, that's also mainly because like community is a huge part of Indian culture, like fa- uh, staying with family, and so I guess that's a part of it. I think even yeah. in Africa and Latin America, it's kind of similar. Though. It depends because um, with a lot of cultures comes a lot of cultural diversity. Like you, you can draw pretty clear lines between certain cultures in South Africa. Like um, you, you can, you can see something like, okay, yeah, that is something that is predominantly for predominantly in the white sector of South Africa. And this is, it is something that is predominantly with the Kosa people. And this is with the Zulu people. And, Sure. Like, and, and, and there is some like intermingling, some mixing, like a, like a bra is, like I said, it's pretty much something that's universal in South Africa by now. Like everybody bra is. It's, it's something that everybody does. And then there are some things that are a bit more, how can I say, it's a bit more unique to each, to each sect of people. You said there are these different communities. Which community are you from? I'm about as white as a person can be. And um, some people still hold on to some of the prejudice there, and some people still hold on to the anger that that caused. And I, I don't feel like that's completely fair because, like, I was born four years after apartheid ended. Like, like I, I had no hand in what happened. Well, I, I, I agree completely. It was completely. It was a travesty. It was like inhumane. I don't feel like I can be blamed fairly blamed for that. You know. Like me, my generation can't be, you can't ask, ask us to be held accountable for what happened before we were even born. And in the same vein, I don't feel like people, and we, South Africa is doing a lot to try and close the cultural divide that was done. Like we have quotas and stuff that forces businesses and universities and schools to have a certain population of black to white kids, just to make sure that people who are still suffering from the effects of apartheid won't get limited opportunities, you know? Yeah, Which I, th- I think that's the same like uh, that's, problem that uh, that America faces, that the UK faces. So like, with America, problems. it's a bit of a different bag because in America, like they and they abolished the whole segregation thing a lot a longer time ago. Like they have been, had multiple generations that are out of segregation, and I feel like the, not say that I do support the whole Black Lives Matter movement in um, in America because it's especially 
with when it comes to people in positions of power like police it's not something that can fly anymore like it's not something you can just let happen and and yeah. speaking of apartheid and racism and stuff like i can't go without asking you about uh, Trevor Noah are you are you a huge uh, follower of the daily show and are you a huge fan of Trevor Noah in general i keep up with the daily show more or less like i, I i'm not a religious watcher but i mean i i love Trevor Noah i think he's a brilliant comedian and here's the thing what i really enjoy about him is he takes the piss out of everyone like yeah that's true. he insults yes he insults he insults white he like he insults white people he, ta- he makes some jokes at white people's expense but he also does the same towards black people and brown people and indian people like he like here's the thing one of my favorite sayings is sayings not necessarily from him but just in general is i'm not racist i hate everyone equally <laughs> like, yeah, I think that's all of us. Yeah, it's either that or you love everyone equally. Like there are no in betweens. Otherwise, you just come up racist. Yeah, it's a, it's a bit extreme to say it like that, but I feel like that's how Trevor Noah operates. Like he's willing to insult everyone equally, and that's a great way to do things. Like people really need to be able to take a joke. Like if people make a joke at my expense, I I can laugh along because it's if if it's a joke in good taste, then I can laugh along, even if it is at yeah. my expense. I love Trevor Noah because he can make even sad things funny you know like you know he can take tragic events and make them into something funny which is so difficult to do yeah i feel it's a very rare thing to be able to you know lift people up especially when like when they're sad and be able to get a laugh out of someone and that's something that's extremely powerful if you can get someone to laugh when they are clearly in a in a bad place yeah and especially in a country like south africa with the majority uh, uh, people being either white or black he's in a really unique position to make fun of both i guess because he's biracial <laughs> yeah another thing um, i don't know if you know who bell delphine is who is it okay she- She's, she's, I mean, I, I think she and Elon Musk got two sides of the South African coin because she, okay, she's a woman who uh, does a lot of videos on the internet, um, but okay. she does risque stuff. She does, like, a lot of people don't like her and, uh, she? like, and she's from South Africa originally. Okay. Okay. And, and it, 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 it's, an, it's like, a, it's like, you can see that's the, that's like the two sides of the spectrum that South Africa has. Offered. We have Elon Musk and Trevor Noah, but we also have someone like Belle Delphine, which. And speaking of the Kosa language, am I saying that right? The, I think it's from, uh, spelled X-H-O-S-A, right? Yes. It's the and, language they spoke in Black Panther. And it's pronounced, it has, it's a click language, right? Uh, yeah. There, there are a lot of clicks in the language. So do you like know a, you, a lot of it? white people, me included, can't really make the clicks that well. So you, you just, but but it's accepted that you can replace it with the, just the K sound. I used to know a bit more, but I, at at the moment I can only remember one causa word. It's izapa, which means come here. Why that sentence? Why that phrase? <laughs> because we used to have um, a, a hired help in our home, and she was causa and that that, that's she she always used to like when she called one of us she'd use she'd use the word izapa i mean unless she lied to me and she was just cursing us out (laughs) you'll have to look that up (laughs) yeah no i'm pretty sure it's um izapa has come here oh another one is humba which means go away (laughs) did you use that on her no, 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 never. I'm, I, 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 I wouldn't. I, I was a very meek child, so I didn't really. I didn't like confrontations that much. Okay, and you said you were of German and uh, Dutch descent, right? So, have you uh, been to Germany or ne- or the Netherlands or uh, speak a bit of German and Dutch? Um, no, I've never been. I've never been able to leave the country. 
Like, unfortunately, I, 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 wa- I really want to learn some more language. I, in the language I want to learn right now is Japanese because of technology and computer stuff come from Japan. So I want to be able to interact more directly with that. Which year of college are you in? I'm a second year right now. Um, our, I, I don't know if it's the same in India, but um, our, you know, our colleges run with the normal year. So we start in January, we end in December. You know, Christmas is the end of the year. It's the end of your school year. January begins everything. Like Yeah, and speaking of Christmas, you guys also celebrate Christmas in the summer like Australia, right? We experience school during all the seasons. Um, our summer is like December to February around. Okay. And winter, like technically, it's still um, it's still autumn. Like winter only starts in August. I, I, uh, if I remember my seasons correctly, like <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, like um, winter, winter. Oh no, so I was, I'm, I am completely wrong. Winter ends in August. Um, winter is from the about the uh, June to August. Um, autumn is March to May. Spring is September to November, and summer is December to February. Yeah. Yeah, in South Africa, we don't really have autumn and spring. Like, there's about a week's gradient between cold and hot. Like, we don't we don't have in betweens. It's either very very warm or very very cold. I think we can relate to that, except that we also have monsoons. And I love the rain, which makes it a bit <laughs> sad. But like, yeah, the we rain very, is great. Get, like big storms or anything like that. Like, we don't have a monsoon season. We don't have hurricane season. Like down here, we just we, we just do our thing. Every now and then we get a cold front from the arc from Antarctica, but beyond that, we just we, we we just chill. Yeah, and speaking of Antarctica, you have a specific species of penguin, right? Yes. Have you seen any of them in person? Because that'd be really cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm like in zoos, but I'm never in the wild. I don't think, like, not to my direct memory. Okay. Are there a lot of like zoos? Not as much. We are we are more we have. Like we have one of the biggest um, national parks, the Krier Voltain. Um, we have wildlife preserves more than that. And we have like um, farms where you can go watch animals and shoot them for, for sport, what? like hunting and stuff. Really? Yeah, hunting is a very big thing in South Africa. Like, we, like if something is rare, it's commonly agreed on that we you, we try not to kill it unless it's absolutely necessary. When would it be or absolutely pay necessary? An ex- well, like, when, when it when intrudes either, into human settlements, you mean? Yeah, when it, that or when it's getting when it's getting too old, when like and it's suffering or okay. like, there are some outlying circumstances. There was a while back. There was I think it was a lion that was too old to breed but it was chasing away all the younger lions from the lionesses so they had to shoot it to preserve the herd you know otherwise okay. like they couldn't they, more lion cubs couldn't be born it's mostly um um springbokka kudus it's antelope you know what do you Mo- think for about the most hunting part. what what is your opinion I, I, on hunting like as as long as you do it properly and um like what's, what's it safely and like you don't hunt endangered species. Like you do it conservatively. If I there's a word, you, you don't wipe out anything. Man, I don't mind. Like I have never shot anything bigger than a bird, but I like I don't mind it. It's 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 something that's going to happen whether we let it or not. So as long as it's in a controlled environment and done properly, then it's fine. So speaking of that, is gun culture a really big part of the culture in South Africa, just like in America, or, or to a much lesser extent? Not in the same way as America. Like um, a lot of lace people here, like get open carry licenses and carry handguns and stuff like that. Like people are proud of their hunting guns. Like they are hunting. They are, some people have guns that go like generations and generations back that have been passed down. Like with hunting guns, yes, but with just like machine guns, AR-15 stuff like that, not not really that much. Would you call yourself a good shot? 
No, no, no. I, I shoot a bit. I, I don't, sh I don't, I, I don't get a lot of chances to shoot. So I don't think so. Okay. I, I'm probably a, I'm, I'll be honest. I'm probably a better shot than um, a lot of people. But like in South Africa, in South African culture, I am a terrible shot. <laughs> For the most part, I think the most popular gun is the .303 caliber. Uh, have I you been so. to a lot of the national parks? Um, I've been. I went to the Kriyatvilte twice. And I mean, like I said, I grew up in a farming town, so I've, I, a lot of my friends lived on farms. So I was on farms a lot. So I got to see a lot of animals in the wild. Actually, uh, have you heard of this uh, mine called Kimberley Mine? Yeah, I, the, the small town I live in is relatively close to Kimberley. Oh, like, I've okay. been there a few times. Is a family nice? of mine lives in Kimberley. So it's it's all right it's it's one of the better towns i feel because it, it's not as big as like johannesburg and pretoria and cape town where it's like but it's also not so small that there's nothing there like it's a nice middle ground the people they are usually very nice uh -huh. it's, it's, it's in my opinion a nice place uh, i asked you this because if i've known one thing about like south africa it was the studying in my textbook that there is a kimberley mine in south africa out of the syllabus. This, it's the deepest man-made man mine, like hand-dug uh, mine in the world. Probably to that's my, why it was in my text. <laughs> that and obviously about uh, Gandhi in South Africa. You know, you, uh, you told me that you're not on Instagram, right? Why is that? Has it always been that way or? Um, it's because I like computers. I know what social media does and I know the safety risks involved. Like I, I, I'm very careful about what I, how I let my online presence show. So, uh, actually, I've, uh, I've heard that there's a country called Lesotho. Yeah, Lesotho. Yeah, yeah is, is in between, like it's in the country of South Africa. Like it's surrounded yeah, by it, South it, Africa. It's nice smack dab in the middle of South Africa. How did that happen? <laughs> it's a bit of a story. Um, to my knowledge, it was it, it said it was made in the beginning to be a homeland, if you can put it like that, for for the black population of South Africa when the white people came here and didn't want them there anymore. It, it's either that or it was always there and they just refused to go into British dependence. Stories okay. differ. I've been close. To, I've I've like seen the borders and such. I've never been inside okay. of it, unfortunately, but. But that must be really cool, right? Traveling to another country without leaving your own country. <laughs> Technically. <laughs> it's, most of Europe is more or less like that. Thank you. The countries are very yeah. squashed together. So thank you, Brendan, a lot for volunteering for this. So it was really nice speaking to you and learning yeah. a lot about South Africa. You're welcome. It's, it was nice being here. Okay. Thank yeah, you thank so you much. Thank you for having me, guys. It was fun. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks a lot, Brendan.